Yo, what's up? Welcome to the Extraordinary Podcast. We're slowly striving to be one of the coolest podcasts on Mother Earth. I want to say thank you so much for all your love, all your support that you've been giving me on my podcast. It really is appreciated. I'm only going to do my best to try to get better and better every day. Now, today's for today's episode, I'm going to try to be a little different, do something you know, different than what I usually do. I went on the internet all over the net and tried to pick out a couple of questions that I'd like to answer for you. And now, before I answer, I want to say this. Every question that I have or anything is solely my opinion, okay? It's what I believe in, okay? I don't... My opinion, I do not want to enforce that on anybody. I'm simply wanting to express it, just like I am happy that if you express your opinion, I'm happy for you. That's good. That's what I want. We're all entitled to express our opinions, okay? We all have that right. The moment we try to put our, or force our opinions on somebody else's, that's where it becomes wrong, all right? So, with that being said, let's get straight to these questions, all right? Question number one, are cops really bad as what the media portrays them to be now this one is for me um based off of me i'm gonna say it like this all cops are not bad cops all cops are not bad cops yes there are some really shitty cops out there and there are some really honest good cops now the media how do i put this they do a good thing and a bad thing when it comes to uh, you know, advertise or not advertising. How do I say it? Uh, when it comes to broadcasting our police force, they do a good job and a bad job at the same time. Now, when I say they do a good job, they do expose, you know, corruption, police brutality. They expose cops who do that sort of mistakes, who do those you know, bad crimes to innocent people or even hell, even people who commit minor infractions, you know, where it's not really, it's not valid to use that type of force. So it's a, it's a good thing that they are exposing that to us, the people and exposing that police department for if they choose not to do the right thing. Now, where I say it's a bad thing is because they all, that's solely what majority of the time, that's all what the media does is show the bad side in things, you know. Rarely do they ever show the good things that cops do, the heists that they, you know, uh, bust down, the, you know, people who are smuggling drugs or, you know, selling drugs and all that shit around our, say, our towns, our counties, all that shit. They do a good job with busting that, but that's never advertised you know, throughout the media. It is a few times here and there, but it's really never advertised, you know. So that's my opinion and that's what I think about that. Me myself, I have been been I have been pulled over three times in my life. I'm twenty three years old. I've been pulled over three times. Okay. The first time, I'm gonna go with my first time I've been pulled over, I was driving my truck. I got new license plates, but I had to work that day. So I took the license plates off but I never put my uh, the temporary ones on, which is a big no. Actually, it was I did have my legit ones. I was t- I had the temporary license plates on. I just didn't have the permanent ones. So I took one the day I got my you know my hard my hard ones my 
permanent license plates. I took the temporary tags off and never put the the hard plates on, which is obviously big fucking mistake. Uh, you can get a lot of trouble in that. But I was young. I believe I was 17 or 18 years old at the time. I was young. I was dumb. We all make mistakes and we have to learn. So I get to work. It goes fine. You know, I get done through my work. I get off at 10. I go over to a family friend's because I believe it was New Year's. I work in fast food, which is why I, work, I was working New Year's. I get pulled over. The lights are on, you know, I'm like, ah, shit, what the fuck did I do wrong? A cop comes up and, you know, he's a, he was a shorter gentleman, you know, he was a a cop, he was a shorter gentleman, wore glasses, you know, and he asked me, you know, he introduced himself, he was very professional, you know, he gave me his name, you know, what police department he works in, his badge number, all that. And he told me the reason he pulled me over was because, obviously, the license plates. Now, he told me the reason why, you know, he pulled me over is because he doesn't know the car could be stolen, which was understandable. So, obviously, I fucked up. And I understood that I fucked up. But I uh, I was hoping, you know, to clear my name, obviously, because they don't know what they're dealing with. They, they, were, I, they, had, they had the legitimate reason... You know, to detain me and identify me, you know, get my ID, which was, you know, again, justifiable. So, you know, I didn't put up a fuss. I knew I fucked up. I gave them my ID. I explained them why I didn't, you know, put my license plates on it. I had them in the truck with me. So that got me off because at the end of the, you know, it came back. It was registered under my name. The truck was in my name. The insurance was in my name. So, the cop was very professional. I got a verbal warning. No, I got a written warning. Uh, better than a ticket. I wasn't going to be angry. It wasn't going to go on my record or anything. I was a happy man. I made a stupid mistake, but the cop was nice. And there was two cops, actually. They were very professional. They were very nice. You know, it, it went really well with me. The second uh, law enforcement time I got pulled over was a pretty bad one. It was actually a state trooper who pulled me over. So I was going on, I was getting close to an intersection. My truck was facing on the intersection. The trooper passes me. I noticed when the trooper passed me, he looked in my direction. That's when I kind of figured he's going to pull me over. So I go on, I yield, I get on to, you know, it, it's a two-way. So I get on my section and I start driving. I noticed he turned around and flashed his lights. He pulled me over. The reason he pulled me over was because my brake light was out. And, you know, the ones on the tailgate were on, but on my windshield, that one was out. So, you know, I wasn't going to put up a fuss, you know, brake lights out, whatever. Usually, peep cops don't pull over for that. But, again, this guy, the moment he looked at me when he passed me on the intersection, I knew it, it was it was going to be a pretty sticky situation. And he, the reason, and he kind of profiled me. He kind of believed me to be somebody else. And here's why. He starts asking me questions, you know, where do I work? What am I doing? Where do I live? Where do I go to school for? You know, things that, you know, you see all over the internet that they ask questions that has nothing to do with the case. And me, you know, I, you know, I gave him the answer, you know, I, I, I kind of was being a little smart to him that it really wasn't none of his business that he pulled me over for a brake lights. I already gave him my insurance. I already gave him my ID, my driver's license and all that. You know, there was no other reason for him to be asking me these questions. And he starts asking me, you know, um, he asked me why am I, why, why I was getting nervous and why I'm getting, you know, um, 
how do I put it, hesitant. And I asked him, well, because you're asking me all these questions that got nothing to do with the infraction that I have committed. You know, you said I had a missing brake light out. I don't see why a brake light has anything to do with where I work, what my, where I go to school at, you know, where I live, where I'm going today. So could I please just get my ticket or you give me my warning, whatever it is you're going to do, you know, give, do what you got to do and let me be on my way. And he kept asking me and eventually he asked me to step out of the vehicle. And that's when I started getting really nervous. I was like, oh shit. I was like, why? You know, what's the reason for me to step out of the vehicle? It's like, I just want to show you the brake lads. Like, I already know what you told me. But you know what? If it makes you feel comfortable that I'm not here to cause any problems, I'll step out of the vehicle. But I don't consent to any searches or seizures or anything like that. I don't consent to anything. I just want to get my ticket or my warning and be on with my way. And then he starts to, you know, ask me. He he, he wanted to... He assumed, I guess, because I had a I had a teddy bear that my fiance gave me for Valentine's Day, and I kept it on my dashboard. And you know, you know, I didn't see anything wrong with that. But he informed that I guess, based off my look, and my truck, I looked like I was a person who kidnapped children. And I took offense to that, you know, I did take offense to that because I have a sister and I have a younger brother and all that, you know. And, you know, it's just a horrific thing to say to somebody, you know, it's a very bad thing to say, especially for a law enforcement officer who doesn't even know you, who doesn't even know me, you know, somebody who's supposed to be professional insinuates that someone would do such a horrific crime with no actual proof. Just because you see something doesn't mean it's actually it, you know. And I told him, well, the teddy bear is a gift for my fiance from Valentine's Day. I keep it on there because, I mean, it was a gift and she likes it when I keep shit on my truck. It's also there because I have a younger sister and anytime she gets bored, she can play with it. You know, is it illegal to have a teddy bear on my dashboard? But, you know, I I, I was I, I kind of try to play it smart because I didn't want to get you know, tackled, I didn't want to get tased, I didn't want to get it, you know, pretty much what you see, the shit that happens all over the internet, all over the news of police brutality, I didn't, I did not want to be a part of that case, you know, in a similar case to that, so I was, you know, I just try to keep, I kept quiet, you know, I said, I'm not going to answer any more questions, I'm just going to keep quiet, and I'd like to be on my way, and then, you know, he gave me uh, a warning, and I was on my way. And that's by far been the worst. The third time I got pulled over, I was speeding. But, you know, the cop, it was early in the morning. I was going to work. The cop pulled me over and it was quick. I thought I was going to get a ticket. I really did. And again, professional. The The cop was like, look, I'm, you know, I'm just going to give you a warning. You know, be safe. Have a good day. A verbal warning. So this time it wasn't even a written warning. So I can say from experience, I've seen a little bit of the both sides. But overall, I have had a good experience with the law enforcement, which is great. So that's why I'm kind of iffy that not all cops are bad cops and some cops are good cops. So there we go. Next question. What will you never do for women? Uh, Number one, uh, the thing that I will never do is change who I am now when I say change I mean change for the wrong reasons if you're doing well in life if you're happy in life and you know that no one's getting 
causing harm or the relationship isn't, you know, bad. You know, we all know what good and bad is. Pretty much, if if she wants you to change for a bad reason, don't do it. If it changes who you are completely with for a, for a wrong reason, don't do it. Me, I'm never going to change for, you know, a wrong reason. Now, with my relationship now with my fiance, I have changed. You know, I have, I've, I've, I've known. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a guy that, you know, he, he, he never really been in a serious relationship. So, I have to change. You know, I have to change the way I talk to everybody. I like to be a very positive and very nice people. Um, I'm, uh, I'm, I. I live a pretty stressful life. I'm not going to lie. I have I have errors of my own, just like some of you guys who have errors, you know. I have been known to have poor patience. I'm not a very patient person, which I'm working on, and I've changed. So it's changed for a good reason. So if it's for a good reason, change. If it's for a bad reason, then don't change. You know, it's pretty simple. All right. Now, what is the biggest scam that many people f- seem to fall for? Well, here it is. Hard work does not get you success, okay? I think that's the biggest scam that people will know. Hard work does not will not get you, you know, success. Now, it is a part of getting success with a lot of other shits. It's not just hard work. Everybody likes to prioritize hard work. It's always hard work. No, it's not always hard work. It's charisma. It takes risks. It takes doing shit you don't want to do sometimes to be successful. You got to do shit that you're uncomfortable with that will make you comfortable. You know, being successful and, you know, it, it, it takes a lot more. It's it's a whole package of shit that you got to have. It isn't all about brains. It isn't always about you know what the books say it's not what the rules say you got i mean the most successful people in the world come from all different backgrounds from homeless people to you know people from wealthy families people who come from you know different uh, countries you know uh, there's a lot of success success comes in various different forms and again and, and and also another scam that people fall for is that Everything will be okay in life, you know. No, you, 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 life is a bitch. This is the quote I want y'all to. If there's a quote out there that I want y'all to realize that's real, a quote is that life is a bitch. Okay, life's a bitch. Okay, in life you're going to see motherfuckers that ahead of you who don't put in the work that you do, hard work that you do. I work at my job right now. I see fucking people that are supervisors that don't even know how to freaking speak right to people. I have people above me that don't know how to do the job that they're supposed to know what to do to teach me, and I do it better than them, and yet they get more money than me. I come in early. I bust my balls off. I sweat I freaking stress the fuck out over this job. These people come in, don't give a shit about it, and they make more money than me. So that's what I'm saying. In this world, life's a bitch. People are going to be ahead of you when they don't really, I guess in your eyes, deserve it. They're not. But guess what? They're ahead of you. It doesn't matter. No one's entitled to anything in this world. You got to fucking go out there and get that shit yourself. You can't let opportunity slip by. You got to get that shit from people. You got to fight. You got to crawl for it. It doesn't matter if you're going through depression it doesn't matter if you're battling your demons life will not care about it so what you gotta do is get your shit together focus 
get yourself in a good uh, position or make the good position happen and get yourself going. That's what you got to do. I, it, life ain't going to wait because you're low on money. Life's not going to care because you broke your leg. Life's not going to care because you're battling some sort of addiction or whatever. It's going to keep dragging you down until it buries you alive. You're going to get dragged into deep waters. You, it's like every day you're swimming to not drown. That's how life works every single day. Everybody thinks that life will be easy. No, life will never be easy. Unless even 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 the most successful people every day have to battle with life. So one of the biggest scams that I think is that people think that life will go smooth or, you know, I'll be all right because they just haven't had the taste. They haven't had a taste of what life can really do for you. Your life could be great in an hour or two or for a whole week. The next week it can go down in fucking shambles. So be prepared. Be ready to take the punches. I don't care how strong you think you are or how tough you think you are. Meant life breaks anybody down. Life can break the toughest men and women on this planet. So that's one of the biggest scams I want you to think that you you got that I, if I'm tough and I'm strong, life can handle now. Now, that's not how it works. All right. Next question. What makes you think or consider we might live in a simulation? Now, I don't think we live in a simulation for one. I don't think so. But if I was to believe that we were in a simulation, here's why. We wake up and do the same shit every day. Eat, sleep, shit, work, repeat. Eat, sleep, shit, work, repeat. We are trained to have a rotation of doing the same shit every single day. Like a video game, if you think about it. Like a video game, there's a whole bunch of, you know, bots and shit that do the same shit each and every single fucking day. So, the reason why I think we live in the simulation is because it's just a lot of repetitions. A lot of things that, you know, make no sense. And when probably, I guess, when we go to sleep is when we log out. When we wake up, we log the fuck back in. And when we're dreaming, it might be us in the outside world. I don't fucking know. Or it could be us when we go to sleep. It could be us teleporting to different worlds. I don't fucking know. That'd be my guess on the whole simulation thingy. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, well, what else? What else? What else could it be? I mean, who, 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 who the fuck knows? Okay, next question. What advice would you give to a person who never received love from their parents? I'm going to tell you this right now. Don't. It's going to suck. Okay, it is sucky. It is a shitty feeling to not have love from parents. And I, me, I am very blessed to, uh, I'm a very, I'm very blessed to have two loving parents. I'm very blessed. I never knew I was that blessed until I grew the fuck up and realized that people who go through divorce or people who go through foster care, people who grow up without parents, you know, for whatever reasons, whether they're not, they're no longer with us or this. I never knew what that feeling was until I grew up. I couldn't understand that. And now that I'm grown up and I hear stories and I see people and just see what the fuck they come from, I now realize that, you know, I'm, I'm a very blessed individual in this world to have two loving parents. Now... It'd be hard for me to give advice because I don't know what that feels like. But I will say this because even then, even though I have two loving parents, 
it gets tough. Life gets down. You feel down. You know, you get tired. You get tired of seeing the same shit. Like me, me, I'm tired of working at a shitty job. I'm just like, I'm just like one of you. I'm just like everybody else. I'm tired of working a shitty job. So I'm trying to make it in this world. I'm trying to make my mark. I'm trying to be my own, right? I got two loving parents, right? But I still feel the same shit that you feel. The pressure. I feel stressed. I feel all that. But you know what makes it better at the end of the day? What could maybe get you through the day that matters a little bit more than parent than love from parents or love from other people? And that's that's self-love. You got to love yourself. You got to give yourself self-love to move on. That would be my advice is to give self-love because me, if I if I if I'm having a shitty day, I'll try to make my day go better. I'll go out and eat some shitty food or a pizza or something that makes me happy instead of eating the shit like that makes me sad, like fucking salads and shit. I'll go play a video game or something because it makes me feel better. I'll go out and, you know, do something that, you know, just because people think it's weird or whatever. Because they don't see anybody else do it. But it makes me feel better. I'm okay. I'm willing to go do that. Because it's self-love. And I don't care what other people think. Because they're at the end of the day. They're not the. They're, their feelings. Are, their feelings are not what I feel. My feelings are what I feel. And your feelings are what you feel. So whatever, whatever makes you feel happy. Do it. Self-love. I don't care how much money you have. If you don't have self-love, if you don't have self-joy, it's not going to work out for you. Period. If you don't have self-love, it's not going to work out for you. Period. You got to have self-love to make it in this world. So, I will say it is nice to have both parents to love you. But I know for some of us out there, that's just not the case. And I'm, you know, I, and I'm, I'm just going to say it takes a lot of balls and you deserve praise to make it this far you know, without having, if you don't have parent, parent, parents that love you, you know, I give you respect because me, I don't know where I'd be today because I have both my parents that love me. I don't know where I'd be today. So you got balls and I respect you for that. Let me get a sip of this water real quick. Mm. <sighs> All right, let's see if I can get another question. Oh, Here's a, here's a good one. What is something you're so tired of hearing all the time? Alright. The question that I hate hearing all the fucking time is how are you okay? <laughs> it's going to be kind of funny. Are you okay? And you tell them, yeah, I'm good. And they keep asking you, are you okay? Like, yes, I'm fucking good. You want me to show you that I'm not okay? Keep asking me these fucking questions over and over again if I'm okay. Because then I'll show you that I'm not okay. So quit asking me if I'm okay, if I'm okay when I'm okay. Okay? Does that make fucking sense to you? <laughs> Next question that I hate to hear is, what is something you're so tired of hearing? When I'm working... And there's somebody who's slacking, who doesn't do the job, and I'm busted my ass off because I got to, if it's a team, you know, if it's a job that works with a team, somebody doesn't want to do their fucking job, and they're and you're struggling for that, and you tell them to get their shit together, and this is the first words that they say, well, I'm tired, you know, I don't want, it's too early, I'm too tired to do it, like, bitch, 
I am fucking tired too. Don't you think we're all tired? If you're one of those people that's complained that they're tired and they can't do the job, you need to get your shit together. Okay, just because you're tired doesn't mean we're all energized. Like every time somebody tells me that, I tell them this. What the? You think I'm fucking energized? Waking up at the ass crack of dawn, coming in and doing my job, and not only my job, but doing your fucking job because you're slacking and making my shit easier? You think I'm energized? You think I'm not fucking tired? You think I want to fucking be here every day and do the same fucking shit like everybody else? When it's break time, eat the same shitty ass meal. Sit down and be comfort with 17, 18 shitty dollars an hour while other motherfuckers are making more money than me? You think I'm happy as well? No, I'm not. But guess what? I, that being just because I'm tired or just because, oh, it's so bad. I don't want to do it. Do you think I'm going to stop doing my job or stop trying to, you know, stop getting the work done because that's what I asked to do for the time being while I make my this content that I'm making now work for me later on in the future, but you do you do you understand? Do you not? Some people just don't fucking fathom that. They don't fathom that just because they're tired. That means that the rest of us, the other workers or his other peers, are are energized or are not tired. Like that's the dumbest shit ever. That is the dumbest. Shit. Every time I hear that, I literally want to like slap that person in the face. Like if you're one of those people, you need to you need to grow some fucking brains. You need to. You need to fucking have some common sense. You're you're tired. You're human. You breathe, you eat, you sleep just like us. If you're tired, how do you think we feel working in the same conditions as you? The same fucking way. And you know what's not helping? You being lazy and not doing your job. Do your fucking job. If you don't want to do the job, go get another fucking job. Do something else. Don't pin that shit on us hard workers or on the rest of your peers. They are already dealing with their own problems. Damn. (laughs) Oh, God. My mouth's fucking dry from this shit. Anyway. All right. I think I'm going to call it a day, guys. Thank y'all so much for all the love and support that y'all been giving me. Please share with all your friends, all your family. Thank you so much. I hope you're doing well. I hope you reach for the extraordinary. Don't settle for the fucking ordinary. Take it easy.